Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Something like Sounds that. Sounds good. Don't shrug your shoulders. You're on the <laughs> show. Give me an idea that you know what's going on. Class is in. It's the Rock School Radio Show back live. Not that we weren't live last week. I mean, we recorded a live show, but I have not actually been in the great state of Louisiana now for what? Almost three weeks? It's been a couple of weeks. That's right. I've been gone and things have moved on without me. But now I'm back (laughs) and we're back recording the show week to week. Uh, And I got to tell you, a couple things have happened that I should have created shows for, but did not. So maybe next week I'll come back. The big one, Manny Roth, David Lee Roth's uncle. Mm Mm-hmm. Who started Cafe Wa? Oh, I you, heard you've about not that. heard of Cafe Wa. Cafe Wa was a um, little beatnik club in the uh, Bowery section of uh, New York City, Greenwich Village. Yeah, I've heard uh, of it. Where Bob Dylan supposedly got his start. Jimi yeah. Hendrix uh, started there. Well, started was one of his earlier clubs. Um, Manny Roth died uh, a couple of days ago. And 94, so I mean, oh, you can't he, complain. The guy, exactly. guy really kept going. And I should have a show for that, so maybe next week, but I've had absolutely no time to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Also, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is turning over a lot of their interior, what would you call them, the events, their interior um, exhibits, that kind okay. of thing. One of the ones that's driving me insane, they have Alan Freed's ashes inside the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, the, uh, my personal radio hero. Mm-hmm. They're getting rid of his ashes and they're putting in its place Beyonce's leotards <gasps> or no. panties or wood, something she wore from the waist down. That's awful. I don't know. That just seems like sacrilege to me. Uh-huh. It's it's not good. So uh, we probably should do the names. Not that people don't know who we are, but I'm Joe Burns. You are Monique Gregoire, and I am rested and away from vacation. God, I'm glad vacation is over. You ever been on vacation so long? You're like, God, let me just go home. No. Oh, can I God, have that? I am. <laughs> I have here a show that is a nice list show, just something I, you know, I walked in this morning and I said I have nothing prepared, <laughs> so I went and I grabbed something out of the stack, and this is what I ended up with. How many times have you thought to yourself, you know, I want to be a musician. Wouldn't it be easy if my dad just had a band and I could just be part of my dad's band? All the time. Yeah, how wonderful <laughs> would that be? You know, if dad just had a band and I could just be part of the band, that way I could make it into the music business. I wouldn't have to go through all of the, you know, sleeping in my car and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So I have for an hour here people who joined their father's band or their mom's band, but somehow in the family way, mm-hmm. into the band. Cheap Trick. Oh. You know Cheap Trick. I right. do. The drummer for Cheap Trick, Bun E. Carlos, announced about three years ago, somewhere in there, that he's done, he's leaving. Giving the coveted position of drummer to none other than Rick Nielsen's son, Rick Nielsen the guitarist, mm-hmm. his son, Dax, D-A-X-X. There's a name for you. I think I'll name this son Dax. Bun E is largely still, you know, recognized as the bun uh, as the band's percussionist. But Mm -hmm. if you see them live right now, you're going to get Dax. 
So why did he leave? Why did Bunny Carlos leave? I don't know. It depends on who you talk to. Either he has back problems or he had some kind of a rift between himself and bassist Tom Peterson. One of the two. Or could it be that he was just on? Yeah, on, yeah, move on. Yeah, could be done. Uh, however, it doesn't matter. When you go see Cheap Trick now, you get Dax Nielsen, the son of lead guitarist Rick Nielsen. Coming out of Cheap Trick, we're talking about I joined my father's band or my mom's band. I say mom's band. I don't think I have any females on here. I guess it's all just I joined my dad's (laughs) band here. Are you familiar with Moon Unit Zappa? Yes. Moon Unit Zappa. Do you know the song that she did with uh, her father, Frank Zappa? No. Okay. People (laughs) in the audience know they're screaming at the radio right now. (laughs) Uh, Moon Unit Zappa is right now a designer and an actress, but... For a short while, uh, I guess it was Saturday Night Live that started it. And this, when I was in high school, early college, this song really hit. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorraine Newman was the young lady on Saturday Night Live who was making fun of people in the Valley of California. And, mm-hmm. you know, talking like that, oh, yeah. right? And everybody and their mother could do this and they could say gag me with a spoon and all these different things and moon unit zappa could really do it well and frank zappa all he likes to do or liked to do was comment on society oh well (laughs) here he's got this little 13 14 year old girl who does this accent so beautifully Uh and understands exactly what the culture is all about because they live out in california right so he brings her into the studio and moon unit zappa in 1982 knocks out this thing it was as far as i know frank zappa's biggest chart hit i think it's the highest hit he's ever had i'm going to check it while i'm playing the playing the song but off the top of my head i'm almost positive valley girl was the biggest hit and what's funny about it is because it's a hit Mm -hmm. now everybody wants to know about it you can see him doing interviews where he and his daughter are just i don't want to talk about this i don't they're they're trying to distance themselves from it because it was a pop hit there was no two ways about it was was it done as a joke I think so. I think it was done as a joke and a social commentary, but nobody mm-hmm. took it that way. They took it as a <laughs> pop hit, and he didn't like that. So, in case you're wondering, Moon Unit Zappa marries Paul Doucette, drummer and uh, current rhythm guitarist for Matchbox 20. They have one kid named Matilda. Yeah. Uh, she filed for divorce January 2012 and is currently dating Mark Marin. If you wish, you can look on YouTube and you'll find a version of Zappa Plays Zappa. This is Dweezil Zappa, who goes out on tour right mm-hmm. now playing his father's music. You'll find a version of Zappa Plays Zappa where Dweezil plays Valley Girl and Moon Unit goes into her rap, I guess you'd call it, but her vocal part, and they re-perform it on stage. So it's Valley Girl, Moon Unit, and Frank here on Rock School. You know, it's like grody, grody to the max. I'm sure it's like really nauseating. Like, bark out, gag me with the spoon. Gross. 
I am sure. <laughs> totally. Okay, I ran to Wikipedia and I looked this up. Yes, I know <laughs> Wikipedia. I get it, but it's, it, it gives me the answer as quickly as possible. And you have to take it with a plus or minus degree of right. difficulty, right? But according to the discography of Frank Zappa, the song Valley Girl makes it into the Hot 100 about 34. I say okay. about because that's what they say. So if you take them, you take the Wikipedia <laughs> at its word, 34 is where it landed. Was that his biggest hit? Well, if you take the Hot 100 as your, you know, what do you call it, your yardstick, right? yes, then that was his biggest hit. However, he had a number one hit in Norway, believe it or not, what? with the song Bobby Brown from the album Sheik Your Booty. So <laughs> depends on how you want to look at it. But if you're taking, if you're taking just America mm-hmm. into account, then yes, Valley Girl was his biggest hit. Did he have wow. other hits here? Trouble Every Day got into the 70s. There was another one that bubbled just underneath the Hot mm-hmm. 100. So he wasn't a... You know, a hit. Yeah, writer. I was never a Zappa fan. Yeah, you you had to take him as the avant-garde artist that he was. I mean, he wrote stuff that I think should have been hits, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. You, know, you wouldn't hear him on you know ninety six five hot hits. <laughs> That's not where you'd find him. He was he was the deep cuts guy. Yeah, yeah, he had the followings. That All makes right. sense. Back to I joined my dad's band. I hate to introduce it this way, but it's the truth. The worst concert I've ever been to in my life was Greg Kinn. You, no idea. You don't know who Greg Kinn is? Uh, Our Love's in Jeopardy, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Greg Kinn. Okay. Uh, and every one of his albums always has kin in it in some way. You know, you know okay. kin, I have a concussion, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, he he was so drunk and so you know high, he couldn't perform. Oh. The, the, the concert started wonderfully. Donny Iris opened up for him. Mm-hmm. And I remember he came out and the band hit this big chord and they showed them only in shadow and this big orange background. And I'm thinking, OK, here we go. It's going to be awesome. And he never moved. Oh. And to the point where the chord died out and he's mm-hmm. holding the guitar of his head and his cigarette sink sticking out of his mouth and <laughs> smoke's coming off. And I'm, wow, this is fantastic. He's in front of a Pittsburgh crowd. Mm-hmm. This is not the place to be a <laughs> jerk, you know. And he was it, it, probably about 10 songs in. He sobered up enough and we heard his two hits. I'm going to play mm-hmm. his other hit, the breakup song. But eh. so what am I telling you about Greg Kinn for him. Well, Greg Kinn's son is touring with him, and I found a couple descriptions of how it's going. It depends on what description you wish to believe, and uh, I can only go with what people are saying. But it says here that Greg Kinn's voice is completely shot, oh. and luckily his son, and his son's name is Rye Kinn, R-Y, Rye Kinn, luckily Rye sounds exactly like Greg. Because Rye is the band now. He's taken over lead vocals. Uh He's taken over the lead guitar slot. So when you go see Greg Kinn, Greg is on stage. Mm -hmm. And I don't doubt he takes over lead vocals on a few, but the voice apparently is gone. And you're basically watching Rye Kinn play his father's stuff. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, again, I can only go with what I haven't seen it. Right. I can only go with what I've seen online. So here's Greg Kinn back when he had it all together. It's the breakup song. They don't let him like that anymore. Rock School. Not 
right, coming into the first break here on Rock School, let me give you one or two that we're not going to play. Alice Cooper's daughter, Calico, is one of his dancers. Huh. Right. Really? Uh, right. She has toured around the world with him, it says here, three times now as one of his backup dancers. And Tom Waits' son, Casey, is now his drummer. So there you go. Why couldn't my father have been a rock star? No. I wonder how it affects their, you know, their whole experience of being on tour. I don't know. I have to believe, you know, if your son is a musician, he or she or daughter would be a musician would have to be of some level of musicianship for you to even allow them into the band because you know, if you are Tom Waite or you are Alice Cooper and you've got a kid and the musical talent, if you will, mm-hmm. skips a generation and your <laughs> and your kid just stinks. You know what I mean? Right. The, the whole process of I've sold my soul to the devil at the crossroads and I'm so bad the devil says, OK, look, I'll give you your soul back. <laughs> you know, let's just not tell anybody about this. Uh I guess as Alice Cooper or as Tom Waite, mm-hmm. you'd have to say to the kid, no, you don't live up to. And it also has to depend, I guess, on how good your dad's band is. Mm-hmm. To step into Alice Cooper's band is one thing, because although Alice Cooper has really good music, it it is it's just basic rock and roll. It's, you mm-hmm. know, one, four, five, six chord progressions. And, you know, it's not screaming guitar leads. Right. Let's say you're Ingwe Moundstein's son. Mm-hmm. How do you step into that band? Let's say you're, you know, the son of Getty Lee of Rush. Uh-huh. How do you step into that band? You have to have musical kicks to be, you know, even anywhere near this band. Right. Years of experience, not right. just, oh, you're just that good. Right. And on top of that, uh, like Pat Benatar, I don't know if it happens anymore, but her mm-hmm. daughter opens for her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, is your daughter opening for you because you didn't want her singing backup during your show? <laughs> I I don't know. I, again, I, I got two kids. I don't know, do I want them singing with the band? I don't mm-hmm. know. They're seven and nine, so not right now. <laughs> hey, uh, instead of telling you two of of the affiliates that we have already. Let me tell you about a brand new one. What does that take us to now? 11 or 12 affiliates? Something like that? Sounds good. Don't shrug your shoulders. You're on the (laughs) show. Give me an idea that you know what's going on. Brand new affiliate, WYAP 101.7 FM, Clay, West Virginia. Uh, They're joining us full time, not just every now and again, but WYAP. We're on the Yap, Monique. (laughs) Yap Radio. Welcome, guys. 101.7 FM. Uh, If you're wondering, Clay, West Virginia is on the Elk River. And as of the 2010 census, ready for this? Uh Uh-huh. 491 people live in Clay, West Virginia. Wow. That's smaller than my hometown. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show. And uh, school will be back in in just a little bit, which means I'll go back to asking questions every Thursday right around 10 o'clock in the morning so you can join us for that. Uh Coming back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, we are going to talk about what, you know, most people would think about on this topic. When you when I put up a topic, I get the feeling that 
there is the ultimate answer. You know, the mm-hmm. people who join their father's band, and then I get the feeling that everyone yells at the radio, boom. I think there's <laughs> one of two, but this one I think will jump up immediately. Jason Bonham joined his dad's band, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. Jason Bonham, this is probably the best known one. He fills in on drums following the death of his father. Bonzo dies in 1980 of basically alcohol overdose. He depresses his body to a certain point. Um, And then I don't know if it was asphyxiation from throwing up, but Mm -hmm. it was just so much alcohol, he depressed his body to death. Yeah, alcoholism took him. So Jason Bottom sits in, and he is that good. If you haven't heard it yet, you need to hear the latest live album with the three remaining Zeppelin members and Jason Bonham on drums. It is an absolute tour de force, and I've just about you know, destroyed that section of my iPod playing it again and again and again. This is nobody's fault but mine. It's Zeppelin Live, Jason Bonham on drums on Rock School. Bottom of the hour, a little bit late because Led Zeppelin does not know how to write a short song. Uh, let's it's do the so names good. one more time. I know they're good, but man, they're long and they do take a bite out of an hour. <laughs> I'm Joe Burns. You are Monique Gregoire. Here's a couple that we're not going to play. Wu Tang Clan lost their erratic member, Old Dirty Bastard, and he was then replaced by his son. What else are you going to call him? Young Dirty Bastard. Uh, yeah, ODB is what his nickname was. And then this new one is called YDB. Uh, Tau Seeger and Pete Seeger. Now, Pete Seeger has passed away, but Tau Seeger was the grandson, not the son. So I'm reaching a little bit on this one. Huh. And he started playing with his grandfather at the age of 14. Uh, started a brand new little folk rock band called The Mammals, but for the most part played with his grandfather. That's so pretty neat. A couple more to go along. Now, I said there were two in this topic that people screamed at the radio. You know, mm. here's the best. I joined my dad's band. I think Bonham was the one most people would say, boom, that's the answer. Right. I'll play the second one coming out of this little deal here. Seven days, 70 seconds. Something that happened on these rock and roll dates, August 4th, all the way through August 10th. I believe you have Monday, Monique. Go. August 4th, 1958, Billboard introduced the Hot 100 Singles Chart. Ricky Nelson was at number one with Poor Little Fool. August 5, 1972, Aerosmith signs to CBS Records for $125,000 after record company boss Clive Davis sees them play at Max's Kansas City, New York. August 6, 1960, Chubby Checker appeared on the U.S. TV show American Bandstand and performed The Twist. August 7, 1965, Herman's Hermits goes to number one in the U.S. singles charts with I'm Henry VIII, I Am. August 8, 1969, the photo session for the cover of the Beatles' Abbey Road album took place on the crossing outside Abbey Road Studios. August 9, 1967, Small Faces entered the chart with Ichiku Park. The single peaks at number three on the UK chart, and the song was supposedly the first pop song to use flanging. And finally, August 10, 1976, Elton John plays for the first of ten sold-out nights at Madison Square Garden in New York City. 
the 1.25 million generated from the shows broke a record set by the Rolling Stones back in 1975. Wow. So I said I'm going to play the second of the two that people are screaming at the radio. Who mm-hmm. is the second one? Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kick Michael Anthony out of the band. They bring in Wolfgang Van Halen. Where do we have him playing? Well, they put out an album called A Different Kind of Truth. Did very, very well. As a matter of fact, there are pictures now of Eddie Van Halen coming out of a mastering studio. See, I I follow the Van Halen news desk. I know, (laughs) I know, sad. I get it. But there are pictures of him coming out of a mastering studio, which means they're mastering something. Maybe some people suggest it's a new song for a movie, and some people suggest it's a whole brand new album. They've had time to do it. So, from a different kind of truth, this is Van Halen. Listen to the bass. It's Wolfgang Van Halen. I still don't know how I feel about it. I want Michael Anthony (laughs) back in the band, but it's been made real clear that if Wolfgang Van Halen had not joined Van Halen, there would be no more Van Halen. Really? So, which is better? It's Van Halen on Rock School. Uh, coming out of Van Halen, are you familiar with the Zombies? Yeah. Yeah, Zombies. She's Not There mm-hmm. was their big hit, which is what we're going to play. The Zombies broke up, called it quits. As a matter of fact, the vocalist, pianist, uh, Rod Argent, he splits. He formed the group Argent. Their mm-hmm. big hit was Hold Your Head Up. Oh, yeah. Remember that? that okay. When the Zombies first reunited in 2004, the... Head of it all, Rod Argent, grabbed his cousin, Jim Rodford, of the Kinks and Argent. Mm -hmm. He took over bass duties while his son, Steve, took over drums. And then there were other people to round out the band. So you've got a cousin and you've got a son basically turning the zombies into a family band. So there you are. If you're looking for people to join their dad's band... The son was the son of the cousin who was part of it. I'm reaching on that one, but I like the song. It's a Zombies on Rock School. Well, no one told me about her, the way she lied. Well, no one told me about Okay, second break here on Rock School. Let me give you a couple more we won't play. Jerome Froch of Tangerine Dream. His son, Edgar, is the keyboardist now for the band. Okay. So joined up. Okay, here's another one that's a stretch because it's not a son because the name of the show is I Joined My Daddy's Band. Derek Trucks of the Allman Brothers Band. Mm-hmm. No, he's not the son of a member of the Allman Brothers Band, but his uncle Butch 
was oh. in the band. So he was, well, I'm going to be nephew. Am I right, right. about that? Right. I never get that stuff right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Claude Hudson Butch Trucks is an American drummer who is one of the founding members of the Allman Brothers Band. And that's the connection to Paul Derek Trucks huh. up into the Allman Brothers Band. So not a son, but a family connection. And there you go. Once again, thanks a lot to our brand new affiliate, which takes us to 12 12. 12 affiliates, ladies and gentlemen. WYAP 101.7 FM, Clay, West Virginia, located on the Elk River. So if you're making your way through West Virginia and you get anywhere near Clay, and if you look at the state of West Virginia, if you're trying to think of where Clay is, I mean, it's almost boom. Perfectly, right in the center. You oh, know, okay. Clay, West Virginia comes down into that sort of bubble down there at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Almost perfectly right in the middle. So there we are, and the people of Clay get to hear Rock School. I went to their website to see when they were playing us, and they mm-hmm. hadn't updated the site yet. Oh, so okay. if I might suggest, we'll take, um, let's see, <laughs> Thursday at 5. Or Sundays at 4, too. That'd be a great time. Mm-hmm. It'd be a great time. It does real well for us here in the great state of Louisiana. So <laughs> back in a minute here on Rock School. Are you a fan of Peter Gabriel? I am. My like husband and I's wedding song was actually a Peter Gabriel song. Oh, tell me it wasn't in your eyes. It totally was. it in was. your eyes? It was. It really was. Yeah, welcome to the 1980s, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> did he stand there with the boombox over his head? No, but he did do that when we started dating at one point. Oh, God. Trench coat outside of my apartment. <laughs> it was awesome. It was. <sighs> How very John Cusack. Uh-huh. Uh, Melanie Gabriel is Peter Gabriel's daughter and like the daughter of a lot of musicians. Uh, she is going to try to be a singer and did for a good bit of time. Did not have success. You know, I'm only waiting for the Jackson children to try this. <laughs> it's, it's only a matter of time before we get the new one by blanket. Oh, God. You know, it, it drives me nuts. Not that I'm going to wax poetic here, but... Let, let's be honest. You're not going to be Michael Jackson. No. Okay? Mm-mm. You can do so much with the money he's left you. Mm-hmm. What good can you do in the world with this money? But no, we're going to see you on TMZ at your art opening. And no, we're going to see your <laughs> line of hats or skateboards or what have you. Mm-hmm. Do something good with the money. Give it to, you know, give it to a cause or something. Give it to Doctors Without Borders. You know, think of what you can do with that money. Mm-hmm. No, well, I'm going to have to listen to the new album by blanket so anyway melanie gabriel took a shot at it didn't do real well and in 2003 melanie has toured or starting in 2003 melanie has toured with her papa as a backup vocalist so there you are and when he sings shock the monkey sure there's melanie it's uh peter gabriel on rock All right, last break here on Rock School. Did I go too far talking about the Jackson children? 
No. Did I do too much? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I sometimes sit after the shows and I shake my head and I go, did I say something stupid? Uh, Lucas Nelson. We're finishing up the show. I joined my dad's band. Lucas Nelson. This is Willie Nelson's son. And by the way, huh. part of my vacation that I just got back from mm-hmm. was to Austin, Texas. I stood by the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue. There is also a statue of Willie Nelson outside of the building where mm-hmm. I don't think it's the current building where they do Austin City Limits, but where it first started. Oh, okay. Beautiful statue of Willie Nelson. And, and there I sit next to the Willie Nelson statue. Uh-huh. His son, Lucas, has had a fairly successful solo career. Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real is his group based out of California. He's a guitarist. However, if you get Willie Nelson's album Heroes, which was released back in 2012, you will find Lucas playing either guitar or singing on 10 of the 14 tracks. So there you go. And the one we're going to play, Oliver Wakeman of Yes. Oliver Wakeman is the son of Rick Wakeman. Mm -hmm. Maybe, now I'm going to upset a lot of people, maybe the greatest rock (laughs) keyboardist ever. Okay. Now some people are going to go, "No, no, no, the 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 guy from Deep Purple Lord, I think his name is, you know, and this and oh, that." Okay. Uh but I just think Rick Wakeman is just unbelievable. Well, he, Rick Wakeman, the original keyboardist, mm-hmm. They keep talking about some illness that he had, some illness that he had. I'm, I I've not heard of an illness. What are we talking about? So I did a little bit of research. He started to have crippling arthritis in his hands. Oh, I can see that, though. That's bad yeah. for, yeah, that's bad for a keyboardist. His son, Oliver, now, this is, again, the content, or the discussion we had earlier. How do you come into Ingway Mounstein's band? Mm-hmm. How do you come into Rush and play, you know, I'm going to take over Getty Lee's bass parts. Oh, you are, are you? <laughs> sure, no problem there. You know, it's not like you're playing doom to doom to doom to doom to doom to doom He's playing the most difficult, intricate keyboard parts. Apparently, Oliver received his father Rick's genes for playing the keyboard. Ah. It says here, Oliver toured with Yes around the same time that mystery frontman Benit David, Benoit David took over for lead vocalist John Anderson. What makes the case particularly interesting is not that Oliver just joined the band, mm-hmm. but that he took over for his father following Rick Wakeman's illness, which again was arthritis. So there you go. And that wraps it up. We're going to finish with Roundabout, and that will end the show. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. And that will finish it up. We'll see you next week for a brand new one. School is back in session, which means I'm here for good. I'm not going anywhere. Class is dismissed.